0: welcome to another episode of the scriptural cliff note sessions hello everyone and welcome back it is the shabbat it is march 26 2022 um i do not have any announcements aside from i'm on three platforms um Apple Podcasts, um, Spotify, and Anchor. Okay. Um, Today we are on the second outline of Numbers, which is the fourth book of Moses. So we're on numbers, uh, Numbers Outline number two. Now this one, I had a lot of writing. And if you can see this board, it is writing everywhere. Now, usually I write with a marker. I had to write with a pen and I have a huge billboard. So that's how much stuff um, is going on (laughs) from chapter 10 to chapter 21. Um, I'm gonna try to say as much as I can, it's really important. That's why I wrote it with a regular pen. So I'm going to try to read some of it because it's so small. So please bear with me. Okay, now we understand that the children of Israel, they're still in the wilderness. Now what they're doing, because I'm tr- I'm going to set the stage for you, what they are actually doing is wandering around in circles. The Most High is making them wander around in circles, literally, they're wandering around in circles because actually... From Egypt to the promised land was a three-day journey. What did I say? Three days. That's it. But what are they doing? They wandered around for a total of 40 years. 40 years round in circles. And why? Because they didn't listen. When I say you know who the children of Israel is, the real children, the authentic children of Israel, they don't listen. They don't listen to each other. They fight amongst the, each other. They never um they didn't, they didn't listen to the most high. They're always complaining about everything. Everybody else's ice, everybody else's food, everybody else's everything is better than their own brethren. You know who the children of Israel are. You know. So anyway. This is chapters 10, verse 11 to 22. Uh, sorry, to 21. Okay. And this is where we're starting. Now, where are they right now? Because they travel from place to place to place to place within this little area. And they are um, just roaming around constantly. And the reason why they're roaming around is because they don't listen, they're not listening. And the Mosai is making them wrong, wrong, wrong in circles. So where they are right now is Kadesh Barnea and Moab. They've been wandering around at this time because they first went into uh, the wilderness, quote unquote. And they was wandering around. 38 years they was going doing all of this, but the, the total of years was 40. But 38 years in chapter um, in outline too, they doing this because the most high is making them go in circles. When they first walked in, when they first left um, Egypt, which is the um, uh, Exodus, when they first left, it was supposed to be a three-day journey. But since they enlisted, they was wandering three years and they was fighting. They was having wars because there was different um, nations coming out to fight them. And this is how everybody knew that the Most High was wiping people out using the children of Israel. So this is how all the outskirts of the different nations, everybody knew the Most High. They did not have a personal experience with the Most High. That's the difference. But they knew that these children had some kind of power from a higher being. They knew this. And they, they knew, everybody knew. Because um, if you listen to, and I already told you, and I already uploaded, upla- if you listen to the book of JASA, you will know all the intricacies and the nuances. But it's not going to tell you in a re- regular book of numbers. That's why I uploaded uh, the book of JASA so you can understand every piece of what the children went through. Because if somebody's telling you something and they ain't giving you the vital information and you using that to believe this is what's happening, you are regurgitating something that's wrong. And that's exactly what the masses are doing now. The masses are being taught by a particular um, group of people that teach every religion. One one type of religion is teaching every religion in every um, area and it's wrong. So this is why you got to search this stuff for yourself. And not only for yourself, the Ruach got to deal with you because the Ruach is the truth and the Ruach gives you the truth. I already told you, you could read something 500 times and still not get it until the Ruach is dealing with you. So now, like I said, then Kadesh Barnea to Mohab. All right. And these are the outskirts of Canaan. These are the outskirts places of Canaan. Now, mind you, people been living there, other nations that all worship devils. Now, when I say worship devils, people think that, um, oh, the devil's just coming down here and we listening to him. No, that's not how it works. And like I said, on my, um, my uh, daily um, lessons, you are going to find out how the devil works. And if you listen to my, um, my lesson, the devil, the devil, the devil, you will see how he works very subtly. He'll work through other people. He'll, you know, influence and things like that. That is how you go into it. Media, um, other people, this is how the devil works. The devil don't just come out and go, oh, listen to me. That's not how it works. Because <laughs> if he showed himself to you, you wouldn't you wouldn't listen to him at all. If he showed his, if the devil showed his true self to Eve, she wouldn't have listened. He had to possess a snake. The snake was not the devil. The devil was a devil. The devil was a spirit. The devil tried to go into other animals and the animals was like, you ain't coming over here. And the only one who accepted it was the snake. And that's why the snake was cursed. But we ain't gonna go into that. I'm just saying the devil's subtle and he uses different methods. The devil's not stupid. He was one of the first um, spiritual um, angel type beings. lot he was one of the first. So he knows the scriptures. He knows all of that more than you and me. So that's why you gotta get under the um, you gotta get under the Most High and walk in the Most High's word, and then you'll be able to know the wiles of the devil. Aside from that, you're going to be fooled like everybody else. I already told you, the devil fools the whole world. The Most High already said it. The Most High, who is um, Yahusha in the flesh, told Yachanan, his brother, who they called John in that Bible, which you already know, they changed the word, the devil fools the whole world, that the devil is fooling the whole world. So what did he say? And it is what it is. I don't care if you don't believe it or not, you're already fooled if you're still walking in this stupidity anyway back to what I was saying so like I said they wandered in the wilderness for years for disobedience the most high literally and it was almost a million of them it was almost a million of them when I say it was almost a million of them it was almost a million of them walking in circles Mm -hmm. so now chapter 10 starting at verse 11 now this is the departure of the children of Israel from Sinai, the mountain. Remember, the Most High was in the mountain of Sinai. Now, the thing is, and I'm gonna probably say it again, wherever the fire went in the daytime, that's where the children of Israel went. Wherever, I'm sorry, in the nighttime. Wherever the fire went in the nighttime, that's where the children of Israel went. Wherever the cloud in the daytime went, that's where the children of Israel went. Why? because that was the most high showing them wherever I go you're gonna go and that's what they did now this is pretty much what this um this uh chapter two is about outline number two is not chapter two but outline number two is about still consecrating um the children of Israel now it is no easy task task consecrating uh, the line of Levi in Israel because they don't listen it's kind of, and I want you to always put this in the back of your mind and in the front, a, a parent that is doing everything they can for a child and the child still ain't listening. I don't care what the child is doing, the child ain't listening. So what does a parent have to do? What does a, ha- a parent have to, and I'm. this is just a rhetorical question, please don't answer it. But what does a, what does a parent have to, to do to a child that doesn't listen? You figure it out. So this is what's happening. So the children set out for a new sites, and they wind up in the desert of Paran. Each brothers, each line of the brothers, 12 lines, descendant, um, Judah, Issachar, Reuben, Gad, Joseph's sons, Benjamin, Dan, Naphtali, um, they're all lining up, okay? They're lining up first in different bands. Now, what do I mean about bands? Okay, when people are having war, when, um, when there's war, and this is particularly when it was um, earlier in um, human history, when they had wars, they had bands. What is a band? It's a group of people that go and do certain things. It's, the, it's a strategic um, maneuver of a group of people. So they'll have maybe 10 people in a group, 20 people in a group, In this case, it was way more than that. So they would have this band, quote, unquote, of people, and they would assemble themselves in different ways just in case something went down. Or if they had to go and um, block somebody off the opposition um, in a certain way to battle them, that's what they did. The children of Israel did this simply because the Most High was gearing them up for war. So um, when we did last week's, Um, lesson, the children was already um, chosen by, remember the census, they was chosen by age, they was chosen by sex, because the males, everything was going on with the males, Um, they were chosen by certain ages, um, and then they was just, um, a regular census was taken just to um, find out, and it wasn't the most high, the most high was instructing this, because the most high already made everybody before the foundation was, so it wasn't for him, it was for Moses to take this census to understand how many people he had in the nation at that time. So, all right, Moses wants um, the father. Oh, Moses also wants his father-in-law to come to the new um, to the new um, place that they're going. But Moses' father-in-law, who came from Midian, he's a um, he's a Hamite from Cush. Um, he didn't want to go. He said, "I'm going to my own land." So Moses was like, "Please, you know, he's trying to persuade him to go." Okay, now I'm gonna I'm gonna throw something out there, and we're gonna we're gonna get to it when it's time. But I'm gonna throw this out there: the children of Israel are not Hamites. Okay, when I say melanated people, melanated people are just melanated. They come from different regions. They come from different um, nations. They come from different people, just like non-melanated people all non-melanated people are not the same despite, well, nobody really says it. Just non-melanated people think, and they've been bamboozled to think that all melanated people are the same, but they really are not. And that's the ignorance that the devil spreads. So um, Moses, father-in-law was a Hamite. Okay. Moses and the children of Israel are Shemites. What did I say? Shemites, not Semites, Shemites, because they from Shem. So, aside from them being Shemites, when the Most High um, battled, when his representative battled Ya'akov, who the people in the back called Jacob, he changed his name to Israel. So when the Most High changes your name, you are a new creature. When the Most High, and this is also in the New Testament, when you, when you start walking with Yeshua, and you're a new creature. So um, uh, Israel is a new creature and his children are under his line, a promised line from the Most High. Okay? So uh, Cush, which is a part of the Hamites, um, Moses' sister and brother did not like the fact that they was um, mingling with Cush. And I'm going to tell you something else. Egyptians were Cushites. All melanated. Everybody, melanated, melanated, melanated. Okay? If you look in a dictionary that's made by the people who believe themselves to be the children of Israel, they say it. But they won't say that the actual children of Israel are. Or they'll put ish on it or something like that. Ish is not the, the authentic it thing. I already told y'all what Ishmael. Better check that library. And I'm not going into that. I'm just explaining it so you understand what's happening. So, like I said, Moses' father-in-law, who Moses' sister and brother wasn't too fond or crazy about simply because Moses married a Hamite, okay, and wasn't supposed to do it. But who are they? And this is a part of why the Most High is reprimanding everybody. So... He asked him to come and um, the father-in-law was like, ah, I'm not coming, I'm going back to my own land. He was like, please come. So um, he it persuades his father-in-law to come. And that's important to know because I already told you the brother and sister's gonna start acting out. So now they on their way and they leaving. Now, the most, most high says, um, wherever I go, the Levites are my lot. I already told you what that means. The Levites are mine. I'm theirs. Even though he's everybody's. But those are the ones that come and pray to the Most High. And they maintain the um, the tabernacle. That's what they do. When the Ark leaves. When the Most High leaves. And the, Ar- and the Levites get everything. And the Ark leaves. Everybody leaves. So Moses says a prayer to the Most High. To lead them to fend off enemies. Because anywhere they go. In that wilderness, if you go out of the wilderness, which is the desert, and you go into different lands, that's other people's territory, and they don't want um, Yasharrell there at all. So, the, um, so Moses prays, and please lead us, um, Most High. Let's go. The ark. Everybody picks up the ark, and the Most High goes, and everybody goes after them. Okay, that's chapter eleven. I'm sorry, ten. Chapter eleven is the complaints of Israel. Oh my goodness. When I say, oh my goodness, uh, the whole, this whole chapter, um, I keep saying chapter, but this whole part too, is about going back and forth. The parent with the child or the children that don't listen. This is what this is about. And this is, I already said before that this is the beginning of the end for the children of Israel. And what I mean is when you first find out that the Most High chose you and the Most High is getting you ready to be consecrated for him, to be powerful, to be uh, spiritual, and you keep rebelling. Is that not the beginning of the end? Yes. So let me tell you, when you ask yourself, why do the children, and I'm talking about in real time, why do the children, why is it that somebody can walk down the street and shoot one of the children of Israel in the head and nobody care? Why is it that three or four children of Israel, I don't care whether it's male or females could stand in the room and they don't get along? Why is it that they believe that other people's stuff is better than their own? Why is it that the children of Israel can't stand on a corner more than two or three when a police officer or somebody who's supposed to oppose the law, which the law was made to get rid of them and they can't stand together? No matter what, no matter what nation, whatever can do what they could do. The children of Israel can't do it. The children of Israel never had no reparations. The children of Israel never had an apology for slavery. The children of Israel never had anything and they still ain't getting nothing. But that's okay because Yahshua said in the New Testament, I'm going to lead you out just like in um, Egypt, how I led you. I'm gonna lead you again. So I don't understand why they keep asking stuff. How do you keep asking for people who will perpetually hate you for stuff? This is why the most high keeps getting there. And what is this call? And I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna fast forward it. It's Ya'aqub's trouble, which is Jacob's trouble. And it started here. And you need to know that because some people look at the children of Israel and they call them melanated or they call them blacks or whatever they call them today, they look at the children of Israel and go, Well, why is this happening? We're doing everything we're supposed to do. X, Y did it. If you was doing everything you were supposed to do, you would not be in this um, position. Because what does the most high say? The children who are called by my name, if you would stop sinning and repent and come back to me like you're supposed to. I will turn around and I'll heal your land. I will hear what you're saying because he didn't turn our back on us. He didn't turn his back on us. And that's what he said. Later on, when we go into it, because of all this shenanigans, it goes on and on and on. That's why I said this is the beginning of the end. In numbers, this is only the fourth book of the scriptures. In numbers, they start showing their behinds. Uh So that's what I'm saying. Actually, they start in exodus, but they start really showing their behinds here. This is the beginning with all the curses and all that. And Deuteronomy, the Most High is going to suck it to them. He's going to get them. So anyway, this is why I said this is the beginning of the end. Because the Most High is showing you stuff. The Most High is showing them everything. I didn't already told you. The Most High never showed nobody, aside from the children of Israel, what it is. Nobody. And I'm quoting um, Ezra, who's a major prophet that they did not put in the Bible. I'm just saying. You see here in Numbers. You see it in Exodus. You see it in Numbers. You see it in Deuteronomy. You see it all that the Most High is showing Himself. He's talking directly to Moses. He ain't never did that to nobody else. You know who the children of Israel is, man. I ain't gonna keep telling you this mess. Now, like I said, the complaints, this is is a mess. It's constant complaints. The Most High burned many people in the camp for complaining uh-huh they kept going to Mo. they kept trying to push up on Moses and bully Moses now I'm gonna tell you this it says in the scriptures that Moses now at that time chapter 11 they was remember they left Sinai okay and they was going to Paran now they left Paran and they was getting they at uh, chapter 11 and they're getting ready to go to um, these. Um, be patient with me with these names. Um, Hazeroth. Okay. They're moving from here to there, to there to there in a circle. Okay. Because I'm going to keep saying these names. Okay. They're in Hazeroth and they camp there. Okay. Because they keep camping here, there, there, there. That's what they keep doing. So they keep complaining. So to my most high, and, I already, and I'm just getting ready to put the cart before the horse. Nobody goes to the promised land in that whole original people who left um, um, Egypt, Mizraim, all the people that left Mizraim, none of the, that was grown. None of those people went into the promised land because of complaints. This is why the Most High is not playing. When I say he ain't playing, he ain't playing. So they start complaining and many of them die because the Most High set them on fire. All right. And he got tired of the complaints. As soon as they kept pushing up on Moses, acting like they want to raise up on Moses. Oh, this is what I want to say about Moses. Moses wasn't no punk. Okay. He wasn't no punk because there's many awards that he won, but he's trying to be humble for the children. He already knows that his brethren, he already know what they've been through. This is what I'm saying. Just because you could beat somebody doesn't mean you should be somebody. He understands that his children um, and his um, his brethren been through a lot of stuff, but they keep raising up on him. And the most high is tearing them up left and right. When I say left and right, oh, the most high is tearing them up. I had to crack up in some of the stuff that they was doing. It was just ridiculous. So Moses had to pray for the, for the fire to stop because they was the most High was just lighting them on fire <laughs> lighting them on fire every time they try to raise up on moses and get mad at moses oh this is happening that's happening uh, we don't have this we don't have that yep the most i just read and just start tearing them up all kinds of ways <laughs> you gonna find out anyway they wanted me they went up to moses was like oh we tired of this because the most i gave them man man manner manna is like coriander seed what they did was in the morning you know how there's um dew in the morning when you wake up in the morning um you can see that the the whole world this happens in the whole world it, early in the morning there's um like um dew which is water <laughs> everywhere and then it dries up when the sun comes up so the most it's been happening like that since the beginning the beginning uh-huh genesis it's been happening like that so what happened is when they went into the, when they went into the wilderness, no, there's nothing there. You know what I'm saying? It's desert. There's nothing in the wilderness, there's no food, whatever food they had, they already ate it up. Remember 38 years, they was walking around actually 40, but when they first walked in, that was the first three years and then walking around in circles, 38 years. So um, there was no food, none. And you know why the most high did that? Because the most high wanted them to, them to know everything you need. I'm everything you need. That's what the most High wanted them to know. The most I was trying to whip them into shape but hunty, hunty, hunty they would not listen. So now they, they all up in Moses' face talk about oh we hungry. We don't want this manna. We tired of eating this bread. This ain't nothing. Now mind you manna is what the angels eat. So if it's better, for, it's good for the angels what the hell are you complaining for? Anyway yeah, they arguing. Oh, we don't want this. We don't got all up in Moses' face and Aaron's. And Moses and Aaron is like, what are we supposed to do? So the most High said, oh, you want, uh, you want some food? You want some meat? Okay, I'm going to give you some meat. Not only are you going to eat meat for a week, you ain't going to eat it for two weeks. You're going to eat meat for 30 days. It's going to come out of every hole that you got. Uh-huh. That's when it's going to come out. Uh huh. So, what did he do? The most high made little quail come to the, um, come to the, um, they had to go travel and go get it, but it wasn't far. He made the quail come to the land and it was so many quail. When I say it was so many quail, it was so many quail that they had meat for. More meat than they could ever even think about. And I'm going to tell you how much meat, because this is what it says. It says, now, this is when they complaining. All right. So um, a wind came out of the Most High and drove the quail in from the sea. It drove them in from the sea. So they came onto land from out in the sea. It scattered them in two cubits. I already told you what a cubit was. Deep all around the camp, as far as a day's walk in any direction, that's how many quail was. And quails are not that small. They like the size of your hand. All that day and night and the next day, the people went out and gathered the quail. No one gathered less than 10 homers. I'm going to tell you what it means. Then they spread them out all over the camp. And while the meat was still between their teeth before it could be consumed, the anger of the Most High burned against the people, and he struck them down with a severe plague. Mm-hmm. Now, why? I'm gonna tell you why. Because they buried the oh, excuse me, uh, they and they buried the people who craved the food because they wasn't happy with the food that the Most High gave them. That manna was enough to feed them. And what did they keep doing? Complaining about, oh, we want some meat. And the most I said, oh, yeah, you want some meat? I'm going to give you some meat. And guess what? Why are you chewing that meat? You're going to die. That's exactly what the most I did. Now, I'm going to tell you what a homer is, which is a biblical unit of volume. That's what they use in biblical times. They don't use it now. But it's, it's equal to, um, say, like if you if you put, in um if you put in 24 eggs in a medium-sized basket that's how much it is but guess how many birds they had to um they had to gather each nation i already told you it was almost a million of them guess how many guess how much meat they gathered 475 pounds of meat each 475 pounds of meat each that's how much the most high said, I'ma make you eat every little. You won't eat this meat. So that's what the most high did. And while they was crunching and munching on it, what did the most high do? Got rid of them. hmm Yeah. Then they kept jumping. um, They still kept jumping all over Moses. They was more on Moses than they was on, on Aaron. But Aaron was, you know, the brother of Moses. Child, every time he turned around, somebody was jumping all over Moses. Oh, we don't like this. We don't like that. So what did Moses say to the Most High? Moses went to the Most High and said, I can't take this no more. I can't do all of this stuff by myself. It's too much. It is too much. I can't do it no more. So the most high said, then I'm going to tell you what to do. Go get 70 of um, the elders in the camp. Go on, go get them. And I'm going to put some of the blessing that's on you on them. Uh-huh. If you notice, the, their blessing was on uh, Moses. This is why he was able to do all this stuff. You just can't get picked. I already told you when the most high is uh, dealing with you. And he sends that Ruach because the Ruach was there. The Ruach was there. He put that blessing on you. It ain't nothing you can't do. Moses uh, was the head of almost a million people. Uh Uh-huh. How did he do it? The Most High put that blessing on him. He put the Ruach on him. So what did the Most High say? Get 70 of the elders in the camp and put the um, and I'm going to put the blessing on them so that they can help you. That's exactly what happened. Okay, so I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you something that's, I'm gonna do a lesson on what I'm gonna tell you. But this is how blessed people are when the Most High put the blessing on them. Now, 70 people were supposed to come to the, in the front of the tabernacle, not in the tabernacle. They were supposed to come to the front of the tabernacle, and the Most High was gonna put the blessing on all of them. Okay, 68 of them showed up. Only 68. The most high, remember, it's supposed to be 70. Two of them didn't come to the, two of them didn't come in the front of the tabernacle. And the most high said, choose the 70. So Moses and Aaron, they went and they chose those 70. 68 of them went in front of the tabernacle. Two of them wasn't. Why, when the most high put the blessing on them, they started prophesying? Oh my goodness. Now, you know, the people are not in, um, they are round about the uh, tabernacle, but they're not in front of the tabernacle because they can't. Go in front of the tabernacle because it's too holy. The two men that didn't make, um, that didn't go to the uh, in front of the tabernacle, why did they start prophesying in the camp? They was prophesying in the camp. And this is in the regular scriptures and in different scriptures too. Eldad and Medad prophesying in the wilderness. That's what it was. Because they didn't get to go to the, um, they, they, sat at, they sat down and, the, and that blessing came and got them. The blessing just came and got him because those are the ones that was chosen. Now I'm telling you, when it's time for you to get your blessing, I don't care where you are. I don't care what you're doing. It ain't going to miss. Okay. When the most high tap you on your shoulder, I don't care what you're doing. It ain't going to miss. He's not going to leave you behind. You're going to get what you get when you get it. When it's the most highest time. That's, the, that's what I'm telling you. And what happened? They wasn't nowhere near the tabernacle, and they started getting struck with that um, ruach, and they was prophesying. And the thing is, um, <laughs> Joshua, which his name is Yeshua, he um, he went and he told Moses, "Oh my goodness, El Dad and Me Dad is prophesying. Should they be doing that?" <laughs> and Moses was like, <laughs> "Don't be upset. The Most High hit them with the ruach, honey." Oh. And that's what they do. And I understand you try to protect me, but the Most High did that. Yes, honey, they were shocked. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So they got, um, most of those people got hit with the plague because <laughs> they was begging for food and they didn't like what the Most High gave them. They was never satisfied ever. So, okay, that's um, that's chapter, um chapter 11. Now, chapter 12, here go Miriam who is um, Aaron's sister and um, and Moses. So here go the complaints of Aaron and Miriam. Now we're on chapter 12. Miriam and, Adam, and Aaron speak against um, Moses' wife because she's a Cushite. Now we're running out of time, but please pick up the next link because we're only on 12 and we got 20 to go. And I'm gonna wrap it up like I usually do. Praise your hallelujah. But... <laughs> She started complaining. She was like, uh, "Now, this is the nonsense that was going on. Um, they speak against Aaron, excuse me, they speak against Moses' Cushite wife. Moses had to pray for her to be healed because she was like, oh, is Moses the only one who, could, uh, now remember Moses got the Ruach on him. Is Moses the only one who, um, who the Most High is dealing with? Oh, he's dealing with us too, trying to separate the people from Moses is that not the devil you see how subtle that is yes so while she's doing all that guess what the most high got angry at her and you know he can hear everything he's everywhere he gave her leprosy so much so that her bones and stuff was getting ready to separate that's how bad it was and Moses had to pray for her to be healed but he had to put her outside the camp for mouthing off Uh uh-huh oh you're not gonna play with the most high honey you're not gonna do that. So he they had to put her outside the camp. She now you know it's almost a million people. So how far away did she have to be? Yes. Yes. For that mouth of hers. So after she was healed, everybody waited for her to heal. You see the nonsense? And then they they had to leave out the camp again. And then they went to um from Hezarok. Remember, I already told you they traveled from um they went to um where the hell paran they was in paran and then they went to Hezaroth now they leaving Hezaroth and they're going back to Paran <laughs> I ain't told you they're going in circles so now chapter 13 is the spies so remember they gotta scalp out and find out what's going on in um in Canaan all right so they said um, Joshua was one, it's 12 people, one person from every tri- tribe, Joshua was one, Caleb, and then everybody else from every tribe. Okay. Uh, so um, what's his name? Um, Caleb, excuse me, his name is Caleb, not Caleb. Caleb is from the tribe of Judah and um, Joshua was from the tribe of um, Zebulun. So the Most High instructs Moses to send the men to explore Canaan. One man from each line was chosen to go to spy out the land from the desert of Zin as far as Rebob toward Lebo Hamath. These are the names. Sorry, people. Um, they went to the valley of Eshcol and cut off some of the grapes to bring it back. Cause um, some of the questions was find out the land where the people are. Is there a lot of water in the land? Do they have any um, fruits and vegetables that grow there? How rich is the dirt? These are the questions that had to be answered when they scouted out. So that they was bringing back fruit and um, pomegranates and, and figs. They was bringing all that back because um, Moses and everybody wanted to know how the land was 12 of them. So they brought, you know, other fruit too, like I said. They were sca- um, they were scouting around for 40 days. Okay. When they came back, 10 of the 12 people brought back a bad report. You hear, do you see the nonsense? 10 of the 12 people brought back a wicked report because they was afraid of the people in that region and they brought back a wicked report to Yah and they was punished. The only people that didn't bring back a wicked report <laughs> was Joshua which is Joshua and Caleb. They Was like, yeah, we can take it, we can do it, we can do it. The most high is with us, we can wipe all those people out. This is what the two would say. Everybody else, oh my gosh, the people, oh my goodness, they descended the um of the angels, they're so big, we can't take them, we can't take them. Oh no, we can't go there, we can't do it. They came there doing that. The most I said, I'm gonna wipe them out, and that's exactly what he did. The only two that was back, uh, the only two that stayed that didn't have the wicked report, those are the only ones that survived Caleb and um, Joshua. So um, (laughs) the most I wiped them out on 13. Now, 14 is the revolt. This is the nonsense that the children of Israel continue to go and. They um they still were showing they behind. You see all the stuff that the most high keeps showing them and just trying to deal with them? Nope. They kept being the behind hole. So, all right. The revolt is chapter 14. The children cried out. Now, this is the um, this is the revolt against Moses. I already told you, Moses was going through hell. The children cried out a wicked report, and um 10 of the 12 said that they was going to the land. I already told you. So, um, with no good report. They groaned to Moses and, and Aaron in um, disbelief. They continued to murmur, Most um, the Most High asked Moses, how long are these people going to be in disbelief? He continued to show their miracles and they stayed in disbelief. He told Moses that he would destroy them. Okay? Um, and Yah says that those who test him with disbelief and contempt will not see the promised land, except for Caleb and Yahshua, I already told you. They camped out, the camp, what is this? oh, the other 10 uh, rebelled, and 20 years or more, they counted the census and complained. Sorry, it's in real small writing because I had so much to, to say. Um, chapter 14, give me one minute because I'm to read something to you. 14. That's these people was a mess. Okay. Most I said, how long will these wicked community rumble against me i heard the complaint to these um rumbling rumbling so tell them surely as i live declared the most high you will not oh tell them that i heard everything that they said in the wilderness and here in the wilderness your bodies are going to fall you will not be going to the promised land this is what he said Mm mm-hmm Your bodies will fall in this wilderness. Your children will be shepherds for 40 years, suffering for your unfaithfulness until the last of your bodies lie in the wilderness. For 40 years, one year for each of the 40 days you explored that land, you will suffer for your sins and you know what it's like to have me against you. Mm -hmm. The most high has spoken and I will surely do these things to the whole wicked community where has been banded together against me. They will meet their end in this wilderness where they will die. Did you hear the most high? For you not listening, it's getting ready to cut off. So like I said, I'm gonna pick up. For you not listening, I'm, your body's gonna fall right in this wilderness. Oh, yes it is. And that's exactly what happened. None of the older people that left um, um Ms. Ryan, they did not go to the um, promised land because they kept complaining the most I give you food, I don't want that kind of food. The most I give you a place to stay, I don't want to stay here. The most I send you uh, into a place that is real nice and wonderful. Oh, I don't want to go there. It's too many other people here. We ain't going to be able to beat them. What the heck can the most high do to please you? So that's why the most high start wiping them out. And I'm telling you, he was wiping them out with plagues. He was wiping them out with snakes, all kinds of stuff. And we like talking about it. We're going to keep moving. Now chapter 15 is the laws and sacrifice for sin. I already told you that the most high has to get you together to make you um, consecrated enough for him. Just say, oh no, I believe in you. It's not enough. You got to go through things. And that's what the uh, Levites did. The Levites um, had to go through some things. We can maybe get cut off. So I'm just going to I'm going to cut it off and get the next link. Get the next link. Okay, so we're on 15. The laws of sacrifice and sin. (laughs) So. The Most High is requiring the children of Israel to provide specific sacrifices to him when they get into the promised land. Okay, so he's he's um, getting them ready to get into the promised land, but they have to have specific sacrifices and it's only the Levites and only certain Levites within the line. I already told you that from the last outline. Okay, fellowship offerings, bulls, flour, olive oil. These are the things that they have to use. Wine uh, for drink offerings, food offerings, rams, goats, lambs. Everyone in the land, both native, born, and foreigners, must do the same thing. Remember, everybody got to bring it to the um, to the priest uh, the same way. Unintentional sins, offerings, specific sacrifices, bull, grain, drink, um, atonement, sin offering, goats for sin offering, specific instructions for the whole group or individual sin. Intentional sin will stay on the person who did it, and they will be cut off. Okay? You do something and you're doing it on purpose, you're going to be cut off from the nation. The Most High wants them cut off. You ain't going to go around and start sinning. You're supposed to be his people. Okay? And the Sabbath breakers are being put to death. What did I say? The Sabbath breakers will be put to death. And I'm going to tell you this. Somebody was gathering wood on the Sabbath. What happened to him? They stoned him to death. Uh Uh-huh. That's how important it is. And I I don't know if you listened to my lesson. They changed dates and times. You better go to that lesson, honey. (laughs) Okay, that's the newest lesson I put. Yeah, I'm quoting books, books, books. Yeah, they changed the Sabbath. Hmm. Anyway. So that's chapter 15. Now we're on chapter 16. The rebellion of Korah. Now, remember, they still moving and moving and moving while they're doing all of that. The rebellion against Moses and Mo and challenging Moses. Now the Levites and the Reubenites started challenging Moses that's the two lines of the children of Israel (laughs) okay they um, they're um, arguing against Moses remember everybody kept arguing against Moses who's holy who's supposed to be more holy than somebody else the Levites and the Reubenites is arguing and they put Moses in it now the most High already said that the Levites was going to do it but nope the Reubenites is starting it up so um, some of the Levites were rebelling against Moses and they went up and picked up their senses Moses said look we ain't gonna go through this so we're gonna find out who's um who's holy and who's this and that once and for all because um you know from they list remember the Most High did not speak directly to them he spoke directly to Moses and Moses communicated so they looking at Moses going well how you know who's holy and this and that because the Most High continued to go to Moses And not nobody else. Now, two times he went to um, Aaron, but we didn't get to that yet. So he was going straight to Moses. And the Most High said that because when the Most High wanted to speak to the children themselves, the children didn't want to hear it. So now that the children didn't want to hear it, don't come to the Most High. So now they keep going on Moses. So Moses was like, okay, this is what we're going to do. Everybody pick up your sensor, and a sensor is like this. If anybody anybody ever see um, something on TV when the people in um, the Catholic Church, when those little altar boys be holding this um, incense, and they be moving it back and forth, well, they're mimicking what happened here in the wilderness. So there's a sensor, which is a container that holds incense. And there's a purpose for that, because the most high wants certain smells. From certain tree resin and all that. That's where the frankincense and the myrrh and all that. Frankincense and myrrh is from trees, certain trees that the Most High wants to smell. So that's where this sensor thing is. So Moses is saying, oh, let's just go to the, um, let's just go and do this ritual. You're going to put the um, incense into the sensor and you're going to go to the tent and start, you know, swinging it and stuff. It was 250 people that was rebelling. So the Most High, so he went to the Most High and started praying and letting the Most High, even though the Most High already knows what's going on, but he went to the Most High and um, started praying and telling him what was going on. So the Most High um, wanted to destroy everybody because they wasn't listening. What did the Most High say? The Levites are mine. Where the hell did the Reubenites come and start boasting and doing all the stuff to Moses? So the, mo- the most high said, I'm getting ready to wipe all them out. So Moses was praying, please don't do it. Please don't do it. So he held back. But he, he, yeah, the most high is like, I'm, I am I, can't take The most high is like my, my nerves, okay, my nerves. So now a, co- a conversation is going on between the most high and Moses. The most high says, I know that they're getting on your nerves. They're getting on my nerves. But please don't get rid of them. You're the one who said that um, you're going to lead us out of here. Now, if you get rid of everybody, then all the rest of the nations is going to know, because all the nations knew that um, the children of Israel left Mizraim. You think all the nations didn't know that they went into bondage? You think all the nations didn't know that all this stuff was happening to them? They didn't care. Think about now and nowadays. You think nations don't know who the children of Israel are? Do you think they care? It's the same thing there. They didn't care whether they was in bondage or not. They heard all this stuff. So the Moses is saying, if you kill all of us in the, in the wilderness, then it's gonna get back to all the nations that you led your children into the wilderness and you kill them yourself. So please don't kill us. Just have just have patience with us. And the most high said, okay, I'm gonna have patience. I'm gonna have patience. But I will be reprimanding those who's getting on my nerves. Uh-huh. I'm gonna get them. So he didn't wipe them out, but they're going to do something else that he's going to do it. So, all right. So, um, cha. Now, that, like I said, that was the rebellion at Korah. Now, that was 16. Now we on 17. Aaron's rod. Now, remember, there was an argument of who's supposed to be holy enough, even though the most I already said the Levites was all these other um, lines is starting up. So the most I say, you know, I'm going to hold off. I'm hold off. so now um, they're saying, um, well, we're gonna find out who's who's holy and this and that. So now the most High said, everybody gotta get a staff. Now what's a staff? like a stick. everybody, every line gotta get a staff. every head of the line, each line because there's twelve lines, remember twelve children of um Yashirel, each um head of each line will get a staff, which is a stick, a walking stick. And why is that? Just to let you know who is, uh who's who I got. And the most I saying, everybody get a stick. Everybody get a stick. And I'm going to show you through that stick who I'm rocking with. Okay, even though all y'all's mine, I'm going to show you who I'm rocking with, with this stick. So Um, all Israel was provided with a staff every head okay and the most high said bring all the staff in front of the ark the ark of the covenant and the one the the stick that buds will be the most high the most high is going to choose them now I already said and the most high already said that the Levites is mine But since nobody's listening, remember, ain't nobody listening to Moses. Remember, the Most High ain't talking to nobody but Moses. So now Most High is saying, Moses, get all of them to get a stick together so that I could um, let them know and show them who I'm rocking with. So they put all the sticks together in front of the the Ark of the Covenant. And what happened? Aaron, who is the line of um, Levi, Aaron's stick budded not only did it bud it start putting um almonds it grew and it had all these almonds on it so it was like a tree branch and all the rest of them was just regular sticks so the most High is letting them know i'm rocking with the levites period okay so the next day was um, you know that's what happened the next day and everybody was looking and there wasn't no more complaining about who's who's holy and who's doing this The Levites is the one, period. He then already said that in in Exodus and um, Numbers. He already said this. And they still ain't listening. This is what I mean about the not listening. What's going on? Why am I speaking another language? Like what is happening? So um, no more rebellion, no more rebellion between the Levites and the Reubenites. So um, they was afraid. They was afraid that they was going to die. Because the most high I was like, I'm sick of y'all. I'm sick of y'all. I already said the, Reuben, um, the Levites is mine. Where is it that the Reubenites, and that Reuben was the first son. Where is it that the Reubenites, just because he was the firstborn does not mean he is of me. We already know that Reuben transgressed and slept with one of the concubines. So that's why he forfeited his first. We already said that in Genesis. So I don't know where the Reubenites is getting off that they supposed to be the head of everything. <laughs> They forefather uh, forfeited his uh, right to be the head of anything. Now, now we on um, chapter 18, the priest with the duties and offerings. Now the most high have to keep letting you know the priest, what they need to do, because we don't want no misunderstandings, as you already saw, that the Levites and the Reubenites was arguing. Because everybody's overstepping their boundaries. Now the Most High is solidifying this stuff and letting the Levites know this is what you got to do, okay? So Yah is assigning only Aaron to do certain tasks, only Aaron, the man, and duties, but he chose the Levites to be his for life, okay? No more fighting. We already know, it's established that the Levites is the Levites, period. They ought to keep up the sanctuary. We already went through this last week. There's certain people that got to do certain things, like certain people got to take out the tax of the uh, of the meat and tent. Some people got to gather all the, um, the cloth in those lines within the Levites. That's what they had to do. We establishing this, so we don't have to keep going through this This is what the Most High is letting them know. The Most High said he is the gift to the Levites. Period. It's a privilege to have the Most High. Okay, this is what he's telling Levites. It's a privilege to have me. And don't you forget it. The Levites are to eat all the holy offerings. This is what he's telling them. Every burnt offering, everything to the males and uh, all those who ceremonially clean, you're supposed to eat. Whatever birth offerings is. Everything that you offer up to the most high is for the Levites. The Levites are to have um, no um, inheritance. The most high is their inheritance. They can't have no land, no none of that because the most high is their inheritance. And I'm going to quote something. If the most high be for you, who be against you? If you got the most high, what do you need? You don't need nothing else because the most high is going to provide everything. And this is what he's saying in the Old Testament. Okay? They say that in the New Testament, but they have no idea what it means. This is what it means. You got me. You don't need nothing else. Okay? They don't need no land, nor will they share anything among them. The rest of the lines don't need to share nothing because if you got the most high, he's provided everything. He's, he keeps trying to tell them, but they're not listening. Okay? The most high is your inheritance in Israel. This is for the Levites. God will give the Levites all the tithes, remember, this is what the tithes mean, and this is the clarification of the tithes. The tithes in Israel as their inheritance, only for the Levites. Now, where's all these, the rest of these people getting in? All these churches all over the world, how they getting tithes? They ain't Levites. This is what I mean about the lies. This is what I mean about it. Where the tithes come from? And all these pastors and preachers and all these evangelists, yes, put your money in you. Oh, you can't take tithes away from the Lord. Didn't I tell you there's lords and gods in the fifth heaven? And they the most high. Is anybody in any church in this whole world a Levite? No. So why are they getting money? What did I tell you the tithes was for? The ties was for to make sure everybody was eaten and they wasn't poor. That's what it was. The Levites didn't have no inheritance. They didn't have no land. The Most High gave the children of Israel land. He gave them um, wealth, not in the form of paper money. We already know they didn't have that. They gave them wealth in the, fam- in the form of flocks, gold, silver, frankincense, myrrh, salt, um, land, animals. That's wealth. Okay, the Levites did not have that. The Most High said, "You ain't getting none of that. You got me." So now, exactly, that's all you need. So now, every all your brethren is going to give you ties to make sure you good. So they they offering it to the Most High, and the Most High is giving it to the Levites. You just heard that from me. When they sacrificing the animals for the burnt offering, for the um, atonement, all of that. Guess who gets it? And it's consecrated. The Levites get it. Once you got the most high, you don't need nothing else. That's where the ties is. That's the tithes. I don't know where these people's telling you other things. We just read it in black and white. Well, uh, rest of the people, oh, yeah, you got to give it to the church. And next thing you know, you funding somebody's um, um, plane, you funding their mansions, you funding their um, their uh, uh, vacation homes, that's what you're doing, and it ain't supposed to be like that. How does the devil uh, fool the whole world in every way possible? I'm showing you how the devil's fooling the world, and they're using the scriptures to do it. Now, this is what the tithe was for work, um, they work and they serve the tent of meeting. That's what the Levites do. The Levites is maintaining maintaining the most highs abode. That's what the Levites was doing in the Old Testament. In the New well I'm going to tell you in the New Testament in a minute. No one goes near the tent except for the Levites. Okay? Nobody. Now, in the Old Testament, there was a physical place where the most high um, was, and that's in numbers from, um, from um, Exodus to Leviticus. That's where the most high was in the tabernacle, which is a metaphor for your own tabernacle. You have a tabernacle. You are a consciousness that lives in the tabernacle of your physical coat. That's what it is. That's why the most high said doesn't do not um, do not make your um, coat, which is your tabernacle, filthy. By doing stuff, that's um, that's uh, making your body filthy. Eating food you ain't supposed to be eating, drinking alcohol, doing all this stuff. You ain't supposed to do none of that because how is the Ruach and the Most High supposed to live in the coat with you? Remember, you're nothing but a consciousness. This is the true you. The true you is a consciousness. In a physical coat, that is your tabernacle. This body is. This is why when Yahshua said, I'm for that tabernacle, because they was calling to the church in the New Testament, which is not real the devil fool's over I already told you that oh um we getting ready to knock down this synagogue and the most I said it's gonna be knocked down three days later I'm gonna raise it right back up what was he talking about his body what is the body the tabernacle that's what it is that's where because spirits have to be in your body you are a spirit which is the consciousness in your body of, of this physical coat it has nothing to do with a building The Most High only put it there to let them know this is how it works, to show you, because you can't see the Most High, not unless he makes himself into that fire or that uh, cloud. And he said He's gonna come down with his children and that's exactly what he did. And that's why they made that tabernacle, which is the the assembly came together to um, be around the tabernacle which is the sanctuary. Your body is a sanctuary too, because your consciousness lies in that sanctuary. And when that consciousness is being called back to the most high, this um, sanctuary is no longer needed. Understand that. Because people's getting it all over. The devil's fooling everybody. Oh yeah, you got to have a church and this and that. Church is not even scriptural. Synagogue, not scriptural. Not scriptural. I already told you. These, these passed through hundreds of hands. And what do they all do? They all worship devils. Now, back to what I was saying. Chapter 19. Oh, and I'm going to tell you, the Most High was the fire in the cloud. Okay. And everybody's saying, yes, we will listen to you, Most High. Let it be so. Amen. Not amen. We already said what we said. Let it be so, Most High. Okay, chapter 19. Purification procedures. If you touch the sacrifice, uh, excuse me, um, the sacrifices to prepare them, then you are unclean. Now this is what this is what the most high is dealing with the priest. This is the priest. this is 19. Purification. He's still dealing with the priest. 18 and 19, he's dealing with the priest. And he's telling them, if you touch these sacrifices, then you're going to be unclean. What did they have to sacrifice? Bulls, um, goats, lambs. They had to sacrifice those. You unclean, but you got to wash yourself. And then at the end of the day, then you'll be clean. I already told you there's 12 hours in the day and 12 hours at night. So that whole day you will be unclean. At night, you will be clean. Go to my lesson. All right. Then the Most High is saying, um, "If you ever touch a dead body, I don't care how it died. I don't care how the body died. If you touch the dead body, you unclean. You gonna be unclean for seven days. But you must wash yourself the third day and the seventh day. If you don't do that, and I mean sanctify yourself, clarify yourself, not just regular baths or whatever, because back in the days, honestly, they didn't do it like that." Mm-mm is what bird bath you know what a bird bath is do i have to explain to you what a bird bath is you know what it is anyway so we mean getting in into the river and really cleaning yourself and and um sanctifying yourself to the most high this is the priest third day and the seventh day if you don't do that then you unclean don't come into the sanctuary because the most high is going to strike you down i already told you when the levites go into the um into the sanctuary and they the only ones who could do it. There is a rope around them. If they did something they wasn't supposed to do even if they forgot it or just did neglect to, um, they neglected to uh, atone for those sins, guess what the most High would do? Strike them dead. And they would have to pull them out by that rope. Don't you forget that. Now, um, I think it's around their ankle. I'm not sure if it's the ankle or around a a waist. Um, If you, if there was a lid if there was a lid, I'm not a lid. If there was like a, a jar and it wasn't, it didn't have a lid on, and it, it's around the sanctuary, then it was unclean because the jar has to be closed. Everything because remember they're doing sacrifice and all that. And I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a little tidbit. You know when the Most High said, "Do not um do not follow behind necromancers. Do not follow behind those people that uh, read the stars and all of that." Go to my lesson because I I talk about that. You ain't supposed to do all that. Everything that's around that, because remember, these are spirits. They are wicked spirits that they're trying to contact because you can't contact a spirit that um, or a soul that died. It goes back to where it's supposed to go. You ain't contacting that soul. Even though people believe that they are, they really not. We already went through this. All Everything that's in that room, everything that a, a medium or whatever is doing in that room becomes tainted. The most high don't want you to um, if there's a if there's anything open and sacrifices are doing um, you know, to him and all of this stuff. He don't even want um, jars and stuff open. They must be closed. This is how, this is how you can glimpse into all the spiritual realm and how stuff is tainted. That's why the most high said, we don't want none of that stuff. Don't you take none of that stuff. When they start going to walls and start plundering other people, don't take none of that stuff. Because the spirits was messing with it. Don't take none of it. This is why the Most I said don't um, make sure all the jars is closed. When you're doing all of the um, the sacrificing, all of the jars and stuff can be closed because you don't know what's going on behind the scenes in the spirit realm. You don't know. So that's why the Most I said every jar must be closed in the sanctuary, around the sanctuary when you're doing sacrifices. Close it all. Yep. Yeah. So um, if anybody didn't follow the rules, you would not be in the camp. Now we on um, 20. Striking the rock and the death of Aaron. Um, What, what did I, I think I missed something because um, at one time I think she died in, um, Miriam died and they buried her in one of the lands. Now, where is it? Okay. Well, Miriam died and I can't remember and I ain't going back because it wasn't a big deal to people. She died. So now we on 20. A strike in the rock and the death of Aaron. Now, Moses and Aaron, uh, okay. Miriam died in chapter 20. Miriam died and they buried her in the desert of Zin. Okay. Um. When they got to the um, desert, when they got to the part of Zin, Z-I-N, Z-I-N, there was no water, okay? So here go the children of Israel, started complaining again. Oh, we ain't got no water. We don't like the food that we was given. Oh, we don't want the meat. We don't want this. We don't want that. Ah!" This is what they was doing. So they wished that they were still in Egypt they didn't want the meat. They didn't want the food. Oh, and now we don't got no water. We tired of walking around. We tired. This, that, da, da, da.
1: And the Most
0: High heard them and he killed them. He killed them. Moses and Aaron prayed to the Most High. And the Most High, he killed the complainers. But the Most High, um, they went to the Most High, Aaron and Moses, and they was praying. And the Most High said, "Get your staff, and I want you to gather Israel together, and I want you to talk to the rock, and show them that water's gonna come out of the rock." <laughs> now I'm gonna read it to you, cause yeah, all right, this is what it says. Mm, 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 mm. Okay. And the first month, and the whole Yasherel community arrived in the desert of Zen and they stayed at Kadesh. Now now they're back at Kadesh. And Miriam died and she was buried. Now there was no water in the community, and the people gathered in opposition of Moses (laughs) Aaron. So they went to the most high, they prayed, and the most high said, Take the staff, you and your brother Aaron, gather the assembly together. Speak to the rock before their eyes and it will pour the water out. You will bring the water out of the rock for the community so they and their livestock can drink. So Moses took the staff from the Most High's presence, just as the Most High commanded him, he and Aaron and gathered the assembly together in front of the rock. And Moses said to the whole masses, and he said, listen, you rebels. Must we bring you water out of this rock? Then Moses raised his arm and struck the rock twice with the staff. The water gushed out in the community and their livestock started drinking water. And I'm gonna tell you what the Most High said. But the Most High said to Moses, because you did not trust me enough to honor me, as holy in the sight of the whole congregation, you will not bring this congregation into the land I gave you. Why? Because the Most High said, talk to the wild," and he didn't. So what is it? When the Most High said, do something, do it. Now you might think that's small, but the Most High said what he said. And when you don't listen to the Most High, he's going to reprimand you. Now, why are the children of Israel being reprimanded? because they don't listen in every way. I'm going to keep going. Uh, Okay. You will not bring this community into the land I gave them. These were the waters of Meribah, which Yasharel quarreled with the Most High and where he was proved holy among them. So the Most High said, none of y'all are going. Did he love Moses? Uh-huh. He spoke to Moses face to face. But Moses wasn't going into the promised land. Why? Because Moses didn't talk to the rock. He hid it. And he's trying to tell people stuff. Yeah, I'm going to show y'all right now. I'm going to give y'all water Instruct the right rock instead of saying, give us water. That's what the Most High said. The Most High ain't playing with nobody. There's nobody um, above anybody else, especially in this world. The Most High say he don't have, he's not partial to anybody. But if the Most High tell you to do something, you're going to do it. If you don't do it, then you're going to be cursed. 613 laws, 10 commandments, precepts, uh, commands, statutes. If you're not listening to them, who's listening to them? Nobody. Why is the devil fooling the whole world? You already know why. Anyway. Now we on 21. Okay. Oh, I ain't finished 20. Okay. So they the most high said none of y'all was going. None of y'all. You're not going. Okay. So he tells Moses and Aaron. Um, he tells Moses and Aaron. Oh, I'm almost I'm getting ready to wrap this up real quick. The most high, while they still in Kadesh, he told he told Moses and Aaron. Aaron's getting ready to die. They went up on the mountain and Aaron died. And everybody mourned Aaron for 30 days. Okay, so Aaron's son Eliezer took over. The most high said, take off Aaron's clothes and put them on Eliezer, and he's gonna be the new priest. Okay? So they did that. He died. Now we're on 21. This is where they start having wars. The most um the children of Israel while they were still wandering around they asked their own brethren remember edom is their cousins esau and jacob uh huh they asked edom can they go through the land to go on the other side edom said no edom came out and started fighting with them uh huh okay and then there's another uh, another man because like i said different um different points of different lands then they asked this um this um king it was a Canaanite king. Remember, they taken over Canaan. It was a t- Canaanite king. They wrote, uh, they wrote him a letter, and they asked him, "Can they go through the land?" And the king said, "No." And he brought his own army out there to fight with the um, Israelites. Yasharel, not Israelis, with um, Yasharel. And Moses prayed to the Most High and said, "If you give us these um, these heathens," We will attack them and kill them all. The Most High said, Go out and get them. Mm -hmm. And they tore these kings up. They couldn't. uh, The Most High said, You're not going to mess with Edom because I gave Edom the land and you can't go through it. If they say that you can't go through it, then you can't go through it because that's your brother's land. You can't go through it. But these people in Canaan, this King Og, shall. The Most High put them into the children of Israel's hands, and the children of Israel decimated them. I'm going to tell you this. This is the little little last thing I'm going to say. While they were still in the land murmuring and all of that, still being angry, this is before they went to war. They were still in the land being angry because, you know, they had to get up wherever the um, tabernacle went and wherever um, the Most High got up in a cloud or fire. They had to get up and travel with them. But while they was in the land before, they had this fight with the Canaanites I wanted to put in. They was in the land and they started complaining again. And the Most High sent snakes to bite them. <laughs> the, uh, the Most High was sick and tired of them. So he was like, you know what? Sending the snakes. The snakes started tearing their behind up and they started hollering and screaming. And they was like, oh, we sorry. we sorry. We ain't going to complain no more. So um, Moses had to go to the Most High and pray to him and say, um, please get the snakes off them. So the Most High said, all right, this is what I want you to do. I want you to make a pole and I want you to make a snake to go up the pole. I'm gonna tell you what this means in a minute. I want you to make a snake to go up the pole and everybody who looks at this snake is gonna be healed. So Moses went and he made a, he made a snake on the pole and everybody who looked on the pole was healed. Now, where in today's time can you look at that and understand that it means healing in the pharmacy? If you ever see the pharmacy and you see those two snakes on the pole, that's where they got this from. I told you um, heathens is mimicking everything that uh, the scriptures is doing. They say they don't believe in the most high but they are mimicking everything that they do. You go in, if you see um, uh, some kind of shield or whatever with the snake snakes wrapped around the pole, you understand that it's a pharmacy. And this is what happened in the desert. When they didn't listen, and the Most High sent the snakes to bite them, and He told Moses to make the snake on the pole, and when they look at it, they will be healed. This is where the pharmacists get their, uh, their stuff. Shout! Like I said, they started fighting with these other surrounding nations, and the Most High gave the children of Israel the power to kill every last one. Of them. And when I say kill them, the Most High, they tore everything up. The land they stuff, the most, um, the children of Israel, the Most High gave them the power to tear them up. Now you already know half of them was dead from complaining. <laughs> but the rest of them went in on three of the other nations that was around them, except for Edom. They didn't do Edom because that's their relatives. But the other nations, the Most High tore them up. Uh-huh, it was the Most High who gave them the blessing to do it. They couldn't do it by themselves. Now, I'm going to say something else too. You know these people that's religious because you already know there's a difference between religion and spirituality. Those religious people will tell you, yeah, because it was always wars. No. No. The Most High was dealing with his children. He's getting them to um, make them holy for him. People are starting trouble with them. They praying Most High, please don't let these people decimate us. Don't let them hurt us. Most high said, they ain't going to hurt you. You got me. I'm going to give you the power to get rid of them. And that's exactly what he did. It's not about, oh, we just going to bully people. See, this is how the devil fools the whole world. There's many people I have spoken with that are religious and uh, you can't take them away from me. Jesus. I already told you who Jesus was. But the minute you start asking them about the wars and all that, because a lot of them don't know the old Testament. The devil is a liar. I already told you that. They don't know nothing about the Old Testament because in their religion, they don't even read it because the heathens know that they Shirelle, They know and they're everybody astray. That's how the devil is fooling the whole world. But anyway, the first thing they'll tell you is, yeah, it, war, that's just how it is. No. So you don't know the Most High at all. So this is how you could tell you don't know the Most High. It's not, war is not inevitable. No, because sin is in the wor- world today. That's why war is, But it wasn't like that before. People was cordial and all that, but the devil always been here. The devil was always dealing with the other nations and the children of Israel because they want to be like them. They want to be like the other nations. This is what they get. For those children who are called by my name, turn from your wicked ways. What's their wicked ways? Wanting to be like everybody else. Repent to me. I'm sorry, Most High. I don't want to be like the other people. I'm gonna separate myself from the world, and I'm following you. Then the Most High said, "I will turn my turn to you, because the Most High said He turned His back on uh, the children of Israel. I will turn to you, and I will heal your land. And once I heal your land, everything gonna be healed. But the children of Israel has not done that yet. That's why they are in Jacob's trouble. Why can somebody just walk down the street? and kill one of Yasharel, and nobody do nothing? Why is it that Yasharel suffers all of the um, body diseases more than everybody else? Why is it they got high blood pressure, uh, diabetes, this, that, brain tumors, all of this other stuff? Why is it nobody cares about them? Two or three can stand on the corner and they get arrested for no reason and, and all this stuff because they don't listen. Those children who are called by my name Turn from your wicked ways. The world is wicked. Turn from all of this stuff and repent. And I will heal you and this land. I'm gonna I'm heal. But do you see any of that? You don't see none of that. Anyway, like I said, we done with this week. Next week is the last outline for Numbers. You have any questions or concerns, you can have a, you can answer them now. I got less, uh, almost less than a minute. Ask them now or upload them or just save them. And then we'll we get next time because there'll be a question and answer. I'm gonna do a question and answer. Anybody got any questions or answers? Just write it down or upload it on um, Spotify and we can do it. We can answer them. <sighs> Enjoy your Shabbat. Thank you for being here.